0: Hello and welcome to Comics in Quarantine Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen.
1: And I'm Eric McElroy. Hello. Yeah, he is.
0: Yeah, he is. Um, welcome along then. So, it's our Thursday night episode of this episode 27 of the yeah. show where we um, fail to solve problems that you send in and that are created by the news. We've got, I mean, there's plenty of problems in the news we'll be ducking into. Wherever you're watching this, you can message us and send any problems you like us to uh, sort out for you. Already, it's getting busy in the comments section, Eric. Um, Chris says, Good evening. And Mark says, What have I missed? Which might be. A reference to hamilton seeing as absolutely everyone's watched it um then again it might not be i've i've watched i mean like five hours i sat there so i think i'm nearly halfway through it um so you can message us wherever you are watching this and we will solve your problems and stuff what is going off in the news if you enjoy yeah. it to any extent down here we've got the old li- uh, link that you can chuck us some money to effectively buy us a drink more on why comedians very much need help uh later on so how are you doing today eric
1: I'm doing good, Steve, I'm doing good. I'm excited to get into the stories, but first I do need to ask a little bit of a personal question um, because I know, I mean, I used to have to dress up for a proper job back in the day. So yeah. I'm, I, I'm so far, I don't think I've had to repeat a single tie in our 27 episodes, even though I didn't wear a tie the first couple. So I'm on my 25th yeah. tie. Um, I do need to question the ensemble that you've put together there. Because what's, what's I like the, the dark jacket, I like the shirt. Thank you. But what's, the tie does not match anything. It I mean I'm not a it? fashion guru yeah. but what the fuck is going on with that tie
0: I've run out of uh, of combinations so I'm just now making me- it through different shirts different ties I mean this is the first time I've worn this this shirt on this right. show because when we started I was very obese and I've been doing running so now I'm into these <laughs> shirts again um, the jacket I can actually more than button up um, but yeah I've not worn this one for a couple of shows thought we'd get it back on it I'll send you a tie, I'll send you a couple ties <laughs> what's wrong with this?
1: It's just, it doesn't look. All right, anyway, let's talk about the news. That's not the news. If there's anybody out there that can help Steve with some fashion, um, he has lost weight, so um, he can, you know, maybe to save the economy, he can go out and buy some clothes. Um, I've gained weight, so I'm gonna be buying stretchy trousers. Um, But the big news in America, as where all the biggest news comes from, is of course that the Supreme Court, woo, ruled today that Trump has to allow a prosecutor in New York to see his tax tax returns for a court case. Um, I think we've got the headline here just to prove it. It's on the BBC, so it must be true. U.S. Supreme Court to rule on revealing Trump taxes and they have indeed ruled. And basically, Trump has to give his tax return to this court and he's been resistant to do that, which is without precedent um, in the United States. All presidential candidates and the people who become president have given their past tax returns over the last well, the first to do it was Richard Nixon. Richard wow. Nixon was more transparent than Donald Trump.
0: Known for his when honesty. You're,
1: when you're not doing something that Richard Nixon was willing to do, you know you're not in good territory. Now, so the court said that he has to release these things. Um, Trump has to allow the prosecutor to see them. Here was Trump's reaction to the court case. <laughs> he's handled it really well yeah same fair. hair
0: still got the same hair.
1: same same hair um now steve this is an exclusive to comics in quarantine solving problems yeah. i have obtained a copy of the tax returns ahead of the court case and i was able to get it because i just sent trump a tweet because he and i are twitter buds mm. and i just said look it's only going to be broadcast in the uk it's only going to be broadcast in great britain and he said that's fine because britain you're not that great anymore so he was more than happy to release the returns to you now. Looking at these, I'm just going to highlight a few things. It's interesting looking at a billionaire's tax return, right? Um, because most of the figures on here are are only in the millions, uh, oh. which is strange. But actually, well, I say that on the official return, like where it's typed in, it's in the million dollar levels. But then there's some zeros added um, with what looks like a crayon. <laughs> It was done with it was a tiny crown that was held by tiny little fingers, so don't know who did that. Now, we do, we've known for a long time that in 1995, Trump lost a billion dollars, right? He had one of the biggest tax write-offs of any American, but we've never known exactly what that loss was, and now we can see it, Steve. We can see that there was a $65 million loss for talking nicely to ugly people. Wow. You can write that off. You can write that off. <laughs> um, there's also a $50 million tax credit for child for having children, mm. which is why he has to keep getting married and having more children. More kids mean more tax breaks.
0: Understandable, yeah.
1: That's what these things are there for. Um, he failed. He didn't take a deduction for uh, health insurance costs. He just wrote in here, also in the same crayon, it just says, fitter than Jesus. So, okay. Good, yeah. Whatever. Uh, there's in a $98 million loss for hamster hair don't know what that's for um and lastly there is a five dollar donation to a charity and then wait hold on there's something next to it it just says it's in the crayon again it says um don't do that again okay (laughs) there we go
0: so it's gonna be interesting reading yeah
1: right here on comics and quarantine solving problems
0: i mean because you have a different system over there don't you it's not just self-assessment um, no. Because, you know, if, yeah. if he did self-assessment, it would just be a piece of paper that would just say, like, I'm very good, <laughs> and the best, and the greatest.
1: Yep. that's kind of... He's even said in previous books that basically sometimes his net worth is how he feels on that day.
0: Oh, wow. In that case, yep. I've never been so poor. It's true.
1: <laughs> I know. My self-esteem right now is so low. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that was funny. This is the laughter of sorrow. <laughs>
0: Happy times. The, um, <laughs> Happy times. Are You're you going to be reading them when they get, you know, what kind of level detail are you going to go into? Are you Are going to bother read, to read another man's tax return? Oh, uh, well, these tax returns, yes.
1: This is tax porn, Steve. This is getting into a level of like, oh, how many, how big were the losses? Tell me about your losses. How deep did they go? Um,
0: right, so, so it's sure going to be like, far. You're going to wait till it's on Pornhub and watch it there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are we streaming to Pornhub yet? Not yet. A little bar okay. thing down the graph. I don't know. Well, let's not get into it. But um, <laughs> the, we, we, it is doable. On some porn sites, we could send this show. And I've never been brave enough to click those buttons yet. But at some let's point, we it. could do it. We could do it.
1: Neither of us uh, is wearing trousers, so we could qualify. <laughs> that's
0: very true. As we <laughs> talked about earlier on BBC Radio, we could mention that later on. Um, that's right. Chris yeah. says, being self-employed, I'll be uh, entering watching you pair as an expenditure you should do as well. Are we a a tax write-off? Because it very much seems like we're beyond a charity case.
1: Um, I think so. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Any money that you give to us, as long as it's three to four figures, is a tax write-off. Yeah. And I can guarantee that because I have pretended to read the president's tax returns.
0: How <laughs> yeah. well, that piece of paper has got some water damage on it? It's true.
1: Yeah. I got really excited oh. when I was speaking oh, about it cool. earlier.
0: <laughs> uh, Mark says Trump also tweeted today about COVID testing. But instead of saying a hundredth time, he wrote one over 100th <laughs> a hundredth time. A fraction.
1: Brilliant. I did. I did see that, and I, I thought of Steve when I saw that tweet, and I almost brought it to the show, um, but I thought, "Now nah, we'll talk about other things." But yes, that was a, that was a great moment, and definitely for Steve's science mind, because these things are numbers they don't matter
0: oh, the guy can't even do fractions and yet he's in charge ridiculous um right, right. keep the messages coming through we'll get to more of those uh you can get us on twitter at mr stephen allen at eric mcelroy uh, wherever you're watching it send the messages um let's talk about the big yeah. the big uk news is the fact that some stuff is opening up again um coronavirus Ooh. the beauty salons are reopening and the gyms and in the indoor pools let's break it down and go through some of these then should we so beauty salons i know you used to work in the beauty industry i did um, yeah i'm not sure how big a slice of the uk economy beauty salons are uh suddenly so don't mm-hmm. look like it when you're walking around Nay that's a burn <laughs> oh okay That's a burn On your, yourselves. You your face your own people oh yeah yeah your face needs okay. bailing out that's the kind of thing i'm going there <laughs> um the so great i mean hair salons have not really bothered me beauty salons honestly never been to one in my life as you can tell uh, i'm not going to worry about that swimming pools yeah, because no one ever caught anything from a swimming pool. <laughs> Ugh, in the, I mean, when I was at school, grew up in Mansfield, and there was a woman mm-hmm. in the year above me, and she went through one of the foot baths wrong and got pregnant. So that's what she said. And now I'm older, maybe I should have questioned that more. But still, I think, how is it that these things are opening up? And, that, and now it's just like, yeah, let's do it. They're all absolutely fine. This is worrying, isn't it? You can't wear a face mask when you go swimming. I mean, you can if you're snorkelling. But that's a different... You need to put an actual face mask on top of your little blowhole. Again, I'm not an expert. Yeah. Um. But the biggest issue out of all of these is uh, the gyms. Um, because, look, it's good that they're open, because now I'm not going to the gym by choice, rather than being forced to not go, which I wouldn't have gone anyway. But it still grates somewhat that these dirty-ass places where people get sweaty and grunty and whatnot um, are opening up. And we're yeah. not, as comedy. So... To find out more, I'm joined on the line uh, by a minister. Hello, hello, Steve. So, Jim's uh, opening comedy clubs. Not, yeah. Yes, look, I, I I see why you would be concerned, but we have to face facts. In most comedy clubs, there is laughter, a bit predictable. And, and the thing about laughter is that it could cause people to breathe out um, infected aerosols. What did you just call us? <laughs> no, no, what, what I mean, Steve, is that small particles of moisture that could carry the virus. People in comedy clubs will be breathing more heavily than people in gyms, where people go and do running and lifting and stuff. They do, they breathe a lot in gym, Are you telling me that you think workout sessions are going to be like this? Hi, guys. Welcome along to today's workout session. It's anaerobic exercises. Anaerobic means no breathing breathing is cheating we're gonna do a minute of reps we at breath here we go and don't breathe two three four five six hold your breath and one two three feel the burn that's your lungs and no i'm going down i'm down i'm down so yeah do you think it's going to be not breathing in gyms mm? Mm? Uh, i'm sorry steve um is this a fake interview sketch or is this one of the sketches where you act something out i mean uh, Am I meant to have been able to see the thing that we've just watched? I'm, this whole thing is very confusing. I don't even know anymore. I mean, I've just not, not had work. I've not left the flat in ages. It's too much. Well, listen, um, you should probably get yourself down the gym. At least they're open now. Bastard. Thank you very much for joining us, Minister. Well, I think we learned a lot there. This show's <laughs> getting meta. I don't even know what's happening now. It's just sketches within sketches. And then you've done that face thing now.
1: I don't know the filter it's it's pretty incredible what you're doing and the fact that you basically are losing your mind because you can't do gigs
0: not only my little all comedians we're losing (laughs) our mind because we can't can't do gigs but not every comedian is giving you two times a week the opportunity (laughs) to watch it happen
1: that's right and and do sketches to himself Sketches that feature himself, sometimes talking to himself, where he then goes live on air when he has a co-host who's right here the whole time. <laughs> I don't go anywhere, guys. I'm underneath fake Steve talking yeah. to himself while I just have to sit here quietly. just just I'm just going to drink some beer now.
0: Look, it was just, a breakthrough you know. where I, I managed to work out how to do, because when we do the fake phone calls, like you can play in yes. a clip at a time, but to manage to talk to myself with that, that's a real-time moving face. <laughs> the, this is like that episode of buffy when they had two zanders and everyone's like my god the cgi is amazing how are they doing that it turns out uh that nicholas brandon guy who plays him just had a twin so they just i've just hired a twin it's this is, this is like the prestige i just clone myself it's the easiest way to do it there you go
1: that chemistry degree is coming in handy um <laughs> Wow, Uh, excellent stuff! I mean, you've got the acting, you've got the digital work, you've got everything. This is Oscar contender. I'm saying.
0: Um, So you know, surely it's worth a drink. If it is, the links down the bottom. Um, Some messages coming through. Double method says Mark. This is not just method acting. This is his. He says method within method, (laughs) fractal method. The acting on this show is just getting good. Um, The opening of beauty uh, beauty salons and tanning salons will double the GDP of Essex. (laughs) beauty <laughs> um, nice. salon says ellie probably an unnecessarily large slice uh, it'll make some people feel better about having nothing better to do than getting their nails done and other <laughs> other bodily parts the that i don't know what that word is but i don't know if we should say there's a q there's a q in it for some reason uh, yeah, um that. yeah is it <laughs> Is it one of those things that are normally fancy words to do with uh, removal of hair, which I don't come across often. So there we go.
1: I mean, I can say, you know, I used to, when I did work at the beauty school back in the day, uh, the one thing I did acquaint myself with was something called a paraffin dip. Do you know what that is,
0: Stephen? No. Tell me more. It's basically where basically
1: you're with the uh, salon person there and they take the lotion and they rub it on your hand and, and they rub it up to your shoulder. Can't go past the, or the elbow, sorry. Can't go past the elbow because then that becomes a massage that's a different service and uh, so they rub it in massage your arm then basically they've covered your hand with the hand lotion and then you dip your hand in a hot bucket of liquid wax wow you take your hand out they put a big plastic cover on it and then just let it soak and then eventually they remove it once it's all hardened
0: so this is like that stuff in the film Wanted with Angelina Jolie and James McAvoy Yeah. does it cure all your all your injuries because you've been stabbed loads I don't know. It, it 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 feels really good. You know what? I have the same motto as you. Then I didn't realize I never go past the elbow. Otherwise, that's something else. Um, but that's <laughs> it's more of a vet's visit different, if you go past the different elbow. Different story.
1: Again, yeah, that's the kind of thing that will get us on Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> once we go there um, thank you very much to Chris who's thrown us a, a drink and I can see a couple of the drinks uh, have come in and so I'll, I'll check up on those but we do appreciate that if you can go to the jokepit.com page and uh, and do that and, and keep us keep us dreaming people keep yeah. us alive if you're enjoying yourselves and also we forgot to say at the beginning we always forget to say this at the beginning if you're watching us on Facebook you can share that you're watching and that sends it out to your friends uh, and enemies We don't care. Um, and Or if you're watching on YouTube, you can uh, subscribe and all those kind of things. But just spread the word, uh, because this is the only satisfaction we have in our lives right now. (laughs) Um, Right, we'll crack on uh, to the next story, which is another... Trump court case that he's lost. Wow. Um, this time, they're keeping it within the family because it's regarding a book that's being released that's written by his niece, Mary Trump. Um, it's not in stores yet. We've got a shot of the cover here. Um, you can buy it, I think, somewhere. Uh, Mary Trump, uh, <laughs> too much is never enough, the Donald Trump story. Um, and um, basically, it is a tell right? She, she grew up in the Trump family. She's younger. She's a daughter of Trump's uh, brother. Um, and... Of course, as soon as—so details of the book have been leaking out, because it's not yet for sale, but uh, reporters around uh, the, the country have it. And uh, a reporter went to the White House, and he asked the White House, um, you know, there's this book about Trump's niece, or by Trump's niece, um, where she says that the Trump is narcissistic, um, she says that he's a liar, she says that he's self-grandizing, and those are just the nice things, <laughs> See jokes. I like it every yeah. now and then. It was nice. Um, so he, the reporter brought that to the White House. Said, you know, how does Trump feel about this book so far? And this was the response from the White House press secretary. It's ridiculous, absurd allegations that have absolute no bearing in truth. Uh, have yet to see the book, but it is a book of falsehoods. All Here right, we can... Thank you, guys. Here we. <laughs> that is peak Trump. That's amazing. The book is all lies. I haven't seen it.
0: (laughs) That is the same mentality as those people when you say, do you want this for dinner? They're like, oh, I don't like that food. You ever tried it? No.
1: Yeah. My grandfather, every time we went to a Chinese restaurant, he gets steak. (laughs) I like it. It Looks like worms. Um, He was a nice man. Uh, Right. Now, Steve, if you remember, John Bolton's book just came out a few weeks ago, former national security advisor to Trump. And that was episode 21, if you'll recall. Wow so you can it's still online guys if you want to catch up on it and we played a little game in that show because we had that leaked book as well mm. where we said let's guess which parts of the book are true and which parts of the book are false because we yeah. know a little bit about what's in the book and so are you ready to play again steven
0: am i a quiz show contestant again You're a quiz show contestant Looking again lovely hello it's nice to be here i've had a great day so far
1: there we go. Good. Um, so let's play which part of Mary Trump's book about her uncle are true. Mm-hmm. First thing, true or false? Steve, Trump had someone else take exams to help him get into university. True or false?
0: Ooh, well, his mother's not a famous actress from American TV show. And I know they do it a yeah. lot, but um, um, I'm going to say. A very
1: stable genius, Steve. Remember that.
0: He's, he's a genius. He can't do fractions. Uh, I'm going to say True.
1: You are right. Look at that. Wow. You're already doing better than last time. All right. So when Trump's brother, Mary's father, was in hospital dying, um, Trump went to a play instead of going to the hospital to see him.
0: Wow. I mean, that would be that's low. That is that is nasty. And even if you want to be a president one day, that's not the kind of presidential thing that you'd mimic. Um, it, it's less about going to theaters these days, I seem to remember. Um, I do know. Surely not even Donald Trump would do that.
1: Well, you're right, Stephen. It is false because he would never go to a play. He went to the movies. <laughs> nice. Yep. Thank you. See, a little misdirection. I can do it now and then. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Trump, one year, ate all of the candy in his niece's Easter basket. True
0: or false? It's not the worst thing he seems to want to do to a family member, um, given what he said about his daughter. So I'll say True that is false oh.
1: Steve um, that actually happened to me um, it was a man we were house sharing with when I was younger and his name was Mike Norquest and I have never forgiven him and I am happy to name and shame him still, right here publicly still bring I up. was 10 years old and I came home and it was a different Easter bunny in the basket it wasn't my Easter bunny because he'd eaten the whole fucking thing and replaced it with a different Easter bunny but I knew it wasn't the same one okay oh, I think, anyway if we gone off topic it's... <laughs> two more I've been waiting to say that on the show <laughs> This is a long one All right. As Donald Trump prepared to become the first American president To meet with a North Korean dictator His older sister Not the niece But his old, Trump's older sister Called the White House to leave a message for her brother And in the message she said Tell him his older sister called With a little sisterly advice Learn from those who know what they're doing And stay away From Dennis Rodman <laughs>
0: true t- or false <laughs> took a twist um, some of the people in the comment section are playing along here but I've not got any help yet this is question 4, give me some true or false on this um, the, I'm going to say false that is
1: true what
0: there's oh, no there's need to be all Confucius in- saying at the end of it, end up talking about Dennis Rodman she said stay away from Dennis Rodman yeah, well, um,
1: yeah, yeah. because he's friends with Kim Jong-un
0: yeah, yeah this, but he was okay. going to actually meet Kim Jong-un. It seems like that's worse. If, if the reason you don't like Dennis Rodman is because he knows Kim Jong-un, he's got to meet <laughs> Kim Jong-un. Now, yeah, both right, Mark and Chris have line. said true. Yeah, thanks for that.
1: I think you're about 50-50 here. I haven't actually paid attention because there's no prizes. Um, Mary Trump says she wrote the book because she fears a second term uh, of her uncle being president would be the end of the American democracy. True or false?
0: I mean, if she didn't think that, I think a lot of people do so um let's go for yeah some of the people in the comments are saying true true well it's sort
1: of true she did say that but it is sort of false as well because the american democracy died the day he was elected the first time
0: (laughs) happy times on the comics in quarantine solving problem show um, so right, well, did i that win
1: fun. we got to do quizzes with uh with the crowd next time that that's nice i like yeah. seeing that in there
0: i know there's um, a delay in the broadcast which might be excusing it or they're just sending through the answers after you've given them out which is a great way for people <laughs> to look good that's what right? trump would do it yeah i yeah,
1: mean he would, would cheat so you know um they're the, definitely...
0: the bishop's got some messages as well he says sorry late to the party been busy with hummus dip
1: there we go. Um, I've got one over here. Um our friend James in Canada is watching, but he claims he's not watching while driving. Good. So which makes it sound to me like he's put.
0: The- wow. Oh, I think we've just Canada. Yeah. Something's just gone crazy with the uh we've we nearly lost you for a set there. Uh but you're back. You're back. Oh dear. Is he back? Okay. Um, then uh, the In bishop says that, that X hamster is better than Pornhub That's not the debate I don't mind it when this show suddenly branches off into a debate about biscuits But I get the feeling we shouldn't be doing a debate About what's the best provider And purveyor of punographé. Um Chris wants to know <laughs> Do I win a speedboat? Nope And um, let's have a look A 4-1 win, says Mark I was oh, right, a 4-3 win well Yeah, well if you were playing along and keeping score at home Brilliant yeah. Uh, And then Mark says you get a water boatman. Smaller than a boat, but we'll try and see if we can get one for you. Lovely. Um, (laughs) Keep the messages coming through. Uh, We'll try and get more quizzes in future ones because it's actually quite fun if you want to play along. And if you've enjoyed it enough to drop us a a drink in the box, here's the link down the bottom to have a a crack at it. But let's focus on some good news, shall we? Uh, Things not only are reopening, but we're going to get some money to help us enjoy the things that are reopening. We had the mini-budget this week, Rishi Sunak. Mm. He hit the news first with this. Before the actual mini-budget came out, people were upset about... You see that little mug on his desk? A £180 mug. It's, like, Bluetooth-enabled, and um, it's chargeable, and it will keep your drinks hot for about three hours. And I must admit, normally, I'm not into news like that, where people... Like, oh he's got something that's expensive well he's got a good job but there was just something about that picture realising that that mug was worth more than I've earned this month <laughs> and it just kind of got to me a little bit um, <laughs> what's the Bluetooth for? so you probably seeing you turn it on and off remotely via your phone uh, or something or at least hell. it's probably Bluetooth so it knows if it's been near anyone who's been infected with coronavirus because I'm sure they've got the app working by now what's that this just in? no. Also, why did I pretend to have something being spoken into the one ear that doesn't have something in it <laughs> sat over here is the perfect prop let's not do that again. Uh, back to the headlines, so this, uh, we got the budget, we've got loads of details about stamp duty and meal vouchers, right, let's try and go through some of them. Stamp duty, I think it's going to be interesting, because a lot of I'm from a working-class background. We never talked about it. Middle-class people are always saying, well, stamp duty is a ridiculous charge, and it does indeed uh, cause problems for the market. So it'll be interesting to see if anyone actually gets around to moving. Just, be- I mean, in the middle of a recession, but you get away with stamp duty, will it make a difference? I don't know, probably not. Young workers are back to work for six months. I mean, that's not going to make a blind bit of difference. Is it? You've got a job for six months. A summer job is what they're giving these people. My favourite one of all the ones was um, this one. Slashing VAT in some areas to help out, making pubs, hotels and zoos cheaper. Can we just talk about why zoos are being mentioned again? (laughs) This happened when they used to do the daily briefings and they were talking about what could be opened up. Everyone was obsessed with zoos. Who's going to that many zoos? <laughs> why is zoo news in? It's um, why is comedy's not happening, and yet you can go to zoos, which actually makes me think we should be doing gigs in zoos. I'll play the gig in front of the hyenas. At least it'll look like I'm funny. Um, yeah. But I can't help but think no one's avoided the zoo because of the VAT. That's not the reason someone's not going to the. the <laughs> I'm telling you, this scene has never happened. alright son. Um, look, I know you had your heart set on going down a zoo. But I can't afford the VAT at the moment. So what I've done is, um, I've not taken the bins out for like the last month and I've left the back door open so we can see what kind of animals turn up for a sniff. Yeah? Don't cry. And don't tell your mum this is what we do on the weekends, right? (laughs) No one's going to the zoo. (laughs) <laughs> like that. Um, so the, the main one is talking about the, the, the meal deal is what we're getting. Basically, Rishi Sunak is becoming the uh, the Groupon Chancellor. He's giving us 50% off meals early in the week, which <laughs> I hope that doesn't mean he's going to start emailing me about waxing because I, to the best of my knowledge, have never been waxed. Why do Groupon think it's something I've got to be interested in? It makes no sense to me. Um, so there, he's giving us, if you go to a restaurant early in the week, So Monday to Wednesday, you can get 50% off the food, not the drink. He has given us exactly the same deal that restaurants would have done anyway. (laughs) It's like an early bird special. And yet he is now, the government's going to be funding what would have happened. It is a ridiculous idea. It's also stupid that it's called um, eat out to help out. Because we all know what's happening. It's a childish phrase, isn't it? You know, eating out. Oh. There is clearly some government minister very childlessly bragging in the bar about what he managed to do. And So I persuaded him to call it Eat Out to Help Out, which, of course, you know what that means. I've made Fiona Bruce talk about eating out on the news. <laughs> Weren't you the minister that we spoke to earlier in that meta-sketch? What? Oh, yes, yes, I was, yes. Um... Blaming on the cutbacks. <laughs> it's getting too much for me. It's getting way too much for me. Um, so, eat out to uh, help out is the plan. Okay, this could be the one, actually. As much as I don't think it's a good idea because it could have happened anyway, at least it's something I can help out with. Because when they announced the plan to get furloughed workers picking fruit there's no way my back would deal with that. They announced stamp duty. I'm not going to move house. I can't be bothered to to pack. Um, They announced other things, like young workers. I'm clearly too old for that. Every single thing that they announced, I couldn't help out in. But if I can help out by eating food, oh, (laughs) hell yeah. You best call the International Monetary Fund and the Met Office because I'm going to make it rain. This is... I to be sat in a restaurant thinking, "Well, I shouldn't have a dessert, but it's my patriotic duty." Mm, bring on the cheesecake, <laughs> splendid! This is—I'm so loving it. Um, I love the fact that these are the two main things that the government's done so far: told us to go out and do our patriotic duty and have a nice drink, and then told us to eat absolutely loads of food. Yes, and then Britain's been told to lose weight for the winter. As Deputy <laughs> Chief Medical Officer admits, he's very concerned. About the fact that we're too fat for a second wave. What could possibly go wrong? Oh, dear. That's the world we are living in. Are you going to That's cash in your 50% voucher? Uh,
1: I think if I did eat out in a restaurant, that would be the one time I've actually stayed alert. Um, so, uh, I don't know, because we, we haven't eaten out. We haven't been out for anything. So, um, this weekend is, is f- well, it's four-month mark since the last gig. So, I haven't gone to the pubs yet, so... I don't know if that's enough. Wow. I don't know
0: if that's enough to make me do it. Yeah, but- I mean, I've not done any of them either. And yeah, I don't know, it's 50% off. I'd just go to a cheaper restaurant anyway, if I felt yeah. like it. I suppose I'd still be worried. But yeah, you got to get the economy moving. You know, it's that, it's that thing about 33% of people in a survey said they wouldn't take the cure. If they came mm. up with a vaccine, they'd avoid oh, the yeah. vaccine. And it's just the nasty, tie, nasty side of herd mentality. You know, this um, herd resistance herd immunity you need 95 percent of people to be immune and everyone thinks they're going to be part of the five percent sitting back and letting everyone else do it it's not yeah. going to end well but that's not we let's keep it positive keep it light <laughs> if you've enjoyed it the link is down the bottom yeah, for that
1: it will end yeah give us money while you can um, um or you can send us your food vouchers
0: that's true can we <laughs> we'll double up on the address uh, mark we says we'll with this up. government our patriotic duty for dessert should be eaten mess <laughs> hey, nice. Chris says method acting again. Legendary. Yeah. Why, well, thank you. He's doing it. He's bringing and, uh, yeah. Bringing it. Yeah, Ellie sends a smiley face and says, Zoos, the animals got sad because they didn't have an audience. I know how they feel, Ellie. <laughs> no one's come round here mucking this place out either. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, But if you did have kids, Steve, you'd know why you want to go to the zoo. It's just to get out of the fucking house.
0: Um... (laughs) Before we move on, the Bishop on uh, YouTube says, The ceiling fan is so last year. My four-blade. Don't diss the four-blade. Every time there's a heat wave, I'm grateful for the four-blade. Yes, it makes my flat look like a uh, working men's club up north. And that makes me feel at home.
1: Yeah, makes you feel at home that's a good thing um oh, we've got another couple of drinks have been sent our way thank you sal and uh, there's a few others uh, i'm not in the, i can't see the names there ellie sent us something so thank you very much uh, appreciate that that is very 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 kind of you and uh, we'll we'll find it a postal address or po box for your food vouchers once they come or maybe it'll be like an e-voucher and we can take it that way i can see one of the questions account because i can't see some of the questions on yours, steve um that mark asked how did i know it was a different chocolate bunny because i fucking knew you know what a chocolate bunny looks like if you truly believe in Easter, and um, it was different. <laughs> it was so aggressive, so, brother. I just—I remember. I remember these things. Um, right. Okay. We're coming to the end of our half hour together. Um, uh, so thank you very much for contributions and that kind of thing, which feeds nicely um, into this this final story for us, um, which was kind of exciting. It was kind of a coup um, for the first time ever. Both uh, Steve, you, and me—we were both, for a moment, the number one trending news story. On Twitter today.
0: What happened? What did I say? Am I cancelled?
1: Well, when I say that we were sort of the number one story, we were part of the number one story, which was the hashtag that went out today, uh, hashtag save live comedy. Um, And that was done by a new organization called the uh, Live Comedy Association. And um, it was meant to raise awareness of the fact that even with this $1.57 billion bailout package for the arts in the UK, which is less than the people get to put in insulation in their housing, but we won't talk about that again. Um, but uh, we're generally not recognized as an art by the Arts Council, mm. which I don't really understand. I mean, you know, you saw the work that Steve did earlier. I mean, when you put those kind of glasses on the fake beard, it's art. That is art. That's a that's, that's castle. Anyway, it, I mean, it's, um, it's
0: artistic because not only that, but I I ended up acting in a sketch within a sketch, which is like a commentary on the insular nature of art itself and you wait till you find out how many actors have been involved in this because yep. it's not as many as you think that's even more <laughs> even more insular.
1: um so they might allow gigs to happen outside so that was the big takeaway today from the culture secretary is it mm. that, oh well, that's really nice of you we can do gigs outside during british summertime <laughs> thanks whatever your name is culture dude um but it, i mean, it just—I mean, a—you know—obviously, this is our livelihood, and so we miss it. A lot of venues—they think up to seventy percent or more of venues might not be to be able to come back if there's a long-term closure. Um, you know, it's just—and—and and this has been incredible. I've had a lot of fun doing the show. I think we're both enjoying it, and mm. hopefully, people are as well. But there's nothing like the live gigs. I mean, we've had some weird ones, haven't we, Steve?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, it's truth. And and you know, <laughs> let's let's put the hashtag on the screen to make it seem like there we go, like we're doing some sort there of we campaign. Go. Um, Yeah, man, we've done some... We used to do topical (laughs) shows together in London every single week for ages. um, And we did... uh, We played a football stadium, or no, a rugby stadium together once. Well, it was
1: was for... We we did a gig at Watford Football Club, but it was for Saracen's rugby team. And um, a friend of mine basically said he wanted to put on comedy on the pitch for the halftime entertainment and i told him that was a terrible idea and then i saw how much he was willing to pay and i said hold
0: on (laughs) so we're uh, (laughs) stadium comedians now
1: yep yep and uh it was me and you and another act named steve day and the concept was that we would go down onto the pitch and we turned towards the crowd as they were coming in i thought all right we'll come out do a few minutes to warm up the crowd before the match and then um we'll have Half time and they'll get paid a bit more money, and they'll get to entertain the crowd again. And we're like, "Oh, this is gonna be terrible." And we started to turn towards the crowd, and they said, "No, no, no, no! Don't face the crowd." And like, what? No, no. We want the camera to film you so we can put you on the big sky screen. But that means you have to turn into the field where the rugby players are. I don't know what they're doing. Warming up.
0: Rugby. Rugging.
1: Rugbying. Yeah. Fluffing. Something like that. And so we did it to the camera with the rugby players behind them looking at us and you could see us on the big screen and then literally thousands of people not giving a shit
0: (laughs) which is way more than we normally have not giving a shit
1: (laughs) it was incredible and and then they had the audience vote to see who was the funniest now do we admit this part Steve?
0: the I don't know if we... There are actually quite a lot of people watching, so I'm not sure we should necessarily admit what we did.
1: It was a different time. Yeah. It was a different time. And basically, um, Steve Day, the, the third comedian who was on, is hearing impaired. And so he he can lip-sync, uh, lip-read, lip and probably lip-sync as well. Um, uh, but when they came to the point where they had the vote of... Because no one was really paying attention. And so they said, Who did you like? Did you like Eric? Uh, did you like Steve Allen? Uh, Do you like Steve Day? Nah. So we looked at Steve Day and said, You won. <laughs> and he got paid twice as much money yeah, as we he did. He got extra
0: money, but he did have to go out there he and did do another, go out there again. another 10 minutes.
1: So he's yeah. never, he knows that this happened and he didn't complain because he was happy to take the money. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. And if, and if this hadn't happened, um, I would have gotten to do something that you've gotten to do, Steve, and yeah. I would have gotten to do a gig at a naturalist society. Sorry. Um, no. Naturist.
0: You need side. to know, know the difference between I naturist did, yeah. and naturalist. Because da- I did, yeah. David Ambra <laughs> is one of them, and you want to make sure you get it right. Because...
1: <laughs> I was going to do a naturist gig <laughs> to an audience that was totally nicked, uh, yeah. and I didn't get to because it was cancelled. But you've, got, you've done it, haven't
0: you? I have indeed, yeah. The Orpington Naturist Society, just down the road yeah. in uh, North Kent, and I got booked for it. Well, I got booked for a gig in Orpington. I was like, that's just down the road, I'll take it. And then the week before, when you get details sent through, um the person booking it sent a a message saying um oh I did tell you it was a naturist um dude didn't I like no I would have remembered that that would have been the main (laughs) thing because I would have again same as you checked what's the difference is it a David Attenborough one is it the other one maybe maybe he's both actually I keep using David Attenborough as the example but maybe he just sits there start bollock naked just going (laughs) here we have the male appendage um and I went, yeah. I I said, look, this gig. Do I have to be naked? And like, what well, you don't have to be. <laughs> so we agreed. I can't I can't perform stand up comedy naked. I, my stand up comedy set has many rude jokes that would be ruined by full detail of what I actually look like. You know, there's there's the joke that I talk about um, having a pair of boxer shorts with the tube map on, and yeah. then you can point down there and go, look at that. That's whopping. That joke's not gonna work if I'm stood in a cold area of uh, Orpington in front of a crowd of people. Oh, don't put yourself down, Steve. You or, um yeah. as it turns out it was very cold, the weather turned, and there were only three people who remained naked in the audience. Ah. Um and I mean this in the nicest way possible. <laughs> not the three you'd pick. Yeah. Um so yeah So we
1: miss that's what we miss, guys. Yeah. So hashtag save live comedy. I um,
0: know, yeah. so look, there are, there are bigger, bigger campaigns going on. But um, <laughs> so, it is it's true. There's, the survey says something like 45% of comedians have considered leaving the industry. And look, but that's nearly half. So one of us is going to go. You're watching statistically. Only one of us is going to stick around. And I've already been thinking about, you know, I've got no money coming in. I'm going to have to do something else. And it's worth thinking about that when you think, should I contribute and buy them a drink? Because comedians <laughs> are, in general... Um, narcissistic egocentric annoying self-centered and and just always trying to make a joke really really annoying and if we stop doing comedy we'll have to get jobs and could end up working with you so what would you rather have us boiled down onto 20 minutes on stage or every flipping day at work
1: and I'm such a narcissist and so self-obsessed. The only thing for me to do next would be to become president of the
0: United States. Yeah. You'd qualify for it then. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> um, uh, let's go yeah. through some of the messages before we lose that. Uh, let's have a look. Um, Ellie says no to the food vouchers because she actually likes staying in. Yes. we. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be a show where we talk about the, the reckoning, as I call it, when we have to go out and deal with people again. Uh, uh, Mark says I'm single. So, yeah, I'm so going to a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you could do, like, the bubble thing. We could find other single people to go to restaurants with. Mm. Um, but that is just Tinder, <laughs> basically, <isn't it? laughs> Fred yeah. says, hi, guys. Hi, Fred. Hi, Fred. Um, uh, I've done a gig there with a band. Ooh, says Chris. Oh, so you performed in front of the... Well, I mean, look, there are a mixture of attractive people in the Orpington Naturist Society. Mm. But if you are going to perform there, make, check the weather. Check, the Check, yep.
1: Check for pandemics as well because yeah. that will definitely mean they cancel the gig because oh, yeah. you know what else goes on at those places.
0: What? Do you know what? I did ask them about that. I said, look, <laughs> like, is this some sort of big swingers deal? And they were like, no, this is mainly playing table tennis. As, as most videos about <laughs> nudist areas, there's always someone playing table tennis.
1: I wouldn't want somebody slapping a paddle around when I got my
0: <laughs> hear that noise. paddle out. What's I in mean... there? Oh, they're just playing table tennis. All right.
1: <laughs> well, there goes one.
0: Oh, one ho, of oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, That felt like it was too much, but I liked it. <laughs> oh, oh, that right. No All right. Um... <laughs> Maloko B says, "Is that Cockfosters?" But apparently, because you put a space in Cockfosters, that message has been held back by YouTube because it might be offensive. But it shows it there. Thank you. <laughs> and also, thank you to YouTube for still showing me the potentially offensive ones, so it can still hurt my feelings. Nice.
1: Yeah, um, volleyball
0: says uh, Maloko B. Yeah, they're always playing volleyball in the nature naturist things as yeah. well. Same All deal. these things,
1: where things bounce. That would not be what I was doing anyway. Yeah. God, yeah. Pandemic's not been kind to me physically. So, uh, yeah. Swing ball.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. You could always work in radio, Steve. Lots of opportunity there, says Fred. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, recently lost all that work. <laughs> <laughs> I've been fired from so many you know this whole thing about a portfolio career and they always say this is the thing these days you could have different angles different um yeah. strings to your bow they've all snapped at once thanks to coronavirus so yeah used to be on the radio cheers
1: yeah, bringing it up. Now we're
0: here. Now we're here. <laughs> um,
1: right. Okay. We're running over a little bit. Oh, I, I forgot. We do have one more story to cover. And again, uh, don't forget to, if you're enjoying it, share it on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube. Uh, you know, just let people know we're here every Tuesday and Thursday at the same time. And uh, we, we really enjoy doing this. So, yeah. uh, Steve, what did you have as a serious, hard-hitting newsman that you are to
0: um, take us out? Yeah, I... I wanted to mention this story a woman whips off trousers and has a poo on beach during live news report look we need something it's been a lot of serious news we hear the comedians are losing their jobs but look this person took a dump (laughs) on a beach and look there's always some you see a lot of this in news broadcasting the reporter there's always someone behind them doing something stupid when Leicester um closed down again i was watching the bbc and they had some great guys walking around the background but i'm going to play you the video now The news reporter is a lady in the front. She's wearing a mask. She's wearing kind of a magenta-coloured top. Yes, she looks a little bit like Melina from Mortal Kombat. Don't pay attention to that. Pay attention to the lady just over her shoulder and see if you can spot her. Uh, pinching off a loaf. Here we go. <laughs> no there she is, trousers down. Oh, not below oh. the knee though yet. Interesting. And my favourite bit is this bit. Watch what the reporter does. Clearly just being told in the ear. Move across. Move across. <laughs> Cut back to the studio because we're seeing someone part their lunch <laughs> on the beach. And look, there we go. Zooming in again. Oh yeah, it's happening. Couldn't even be bothered to go in the in the bin liner. No, right there on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and um oh my That's god scary. steve
1: you've been attacked by the coronavirus yeah. what are you gonna do <laughs>
0: um and so what this means is like yeah it, it's embarrass someone on tv but they don't tell you that when you work in radio as i used to um oh. it's a bigger problem on radio than it is on tv because really? it's harder to spot many a time i've been working for various radio outlets someone comes in the studios often an engineer you think oh are they here to fix something and they just you know up a little squat and, uh, and, and pinch out a piece of cable. Yeah. It's it's it, look it's, it's a problem in broadcasting, and not a lot of people know that it's happening. Um, this is why we go quite close trimmed on these shows as well. You never know when someone's <laughs> going to turn up and just uh, <laughs> have a dump in the background. And it's happened on radio so much that if now you know, you can listen, mm-hmm. and you can kind of spot when it's happening. Um, okay. I think the first case I managed to find this on the internet the first case of someone taking a dump in the background of a, of a news piece of reporting it was this we shall fight on the beaches we shall fight on the landing grounds good God! oh sorry governor and <laughs> there we go it's incredible how that recording holds up after all this time yeah. it's still so moving yep a lot of moving Um, there'll be a cocktail named after that soon what taking a dump on a beach (laughs) hot cocoa there Um, Chris says I listen to your podcast most days at work or the old ones from the old still on the BBC sounds app I don't think they've taken them down yet if you want to hear what the news was like over the last four years better than it is these days Uh, Mark says she was creating a breakwater (laughs) good who is the other comment as well Someone says, um, have I furloughed the virus that attacks us? Yeah. You know, the whole thing about you've got you to stay alert. Sometimes yeah. on the show, because we're alert, if a virus tries mm-hmm. to attack us, it's uh, whoop Oh, it's different because we've, we've got a different <laughs> screen. Whoop-ah! It's gotten you twice today. <laughs> whoop-ah! You've got to work on that, Steve. You're letting it slip.
1: This is the thing. We get lazy with the virus, and this is where the
0: second wave comes from. That's how you do it, because I'm <laughs> alert, because I'm not going to a restaurant. There you go. Um right, thank you for all the messages that are coming through. the uh, um, has yes. got another one that's been held back for moderation. Oh, moder- no. <laughs> the best one you should check out is the transfer day and get some get some dildo out behind the reporter. Lol. Google Everton dildo. I'm not going to be googling Everton dildo. I will. It's going to be it's going to be strong. Oh no, no. You know what's happened? Look, uh, I've said Google Everton dildo and me <laughs> No, that. don't don't I'll tap chip below. Don't do that. Don't do
1: that. Don't
0: get me reported. Uh,
1: brilliant. Um, all right, we gotta go. Yeah. Um, thank you guys uh for watching. Also, if um you've got friends who you'd like to recommend the show to, we do a midnight
0: uh Oh, midnight repeat. Yep, it's playback.
1: That'll be happening uh, just a few hours. Mm-hmm. And um and then yeah, we'll be away this weekend. We have a gig on Saturday, don't we, Steve?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still an online, online. It's one. a Zoom
1: gig for yeah. a charity. And I found out how many people have sold tickets. Whew. Oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, it's not very many. Um, but uh, yeah, so we still need you to buy a drink, is what I'm trying to say. Um, but other than that, uh, 9 o'clock next Tuesday, we'll be back. Subscribe, share, do all of those fun things. And um, yeah, that's it from me.
0: Till next time, then, till Tuesday, 9 o'clock. Bye. Bye we